Tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, it's been confirmed that July was the hottest month in history, and one city in particular experienced extreme temperatures for a 31-day streak. How are places like Phoenix coping with the effects of climate change? That's after a short break. We begin this hour in Europe with the heat wave that is tearing across the south of the continent. This summer, temperatures in Beijing have surpassed 41 degrees Celsius. This comes as more than 84 million Americans sweat through triple-digit temperatures, triggered in part by a deadly heat dome that only tightens its grip on the southwest. July brought extreme heat to parts of Europe, the United States and Asia. And now it's been confirmed that it was the world's hottest month on record. Vincent-Henri Pouc is director of Copernicus, the EU's global climate monitoring service. This data set uh, allows us to, 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 uh, to say with confidence that this month of July, as you explained, has been uh, the hottest on record in our data set, but also looking at the trends uh, since uh, measurements, meteorological measurements exist. In the United States, Phoenix seemed to bear the brunt of the extreme weather. The desert city in the state of Arizona is always hot in the summer, but July's heat wave was hot even for Phoenix. Phoenix has experienced greater than 110 degree heat for 19 days in a row now. It's a new record. Temperatures are expected to hit 116 degrees here today. It is hot, hot, hot. In all, the city experienced 31 consecutive days of temperatures above 110 degrees Fahrenheit. That's more than 43 degrees Celsius. As climate change continues to cause record-breaking temperatures around the world, cities like Phoenix are showing us what happens and how people cope when temperatures soar. The heat was unbearable for people living and working in Phoenix. I am miserable walking around. You're swaying profusely. It's really hot. Sometimes it's not even tolerable. The city turned into a ghost town as people retreated indoors to escape the hot weather. Going out in the daytime sun was dangerous, especially for young children and the elderly. The city's paramedics readied themselves for an onslaught of calls. Here in Phoenix, first responders are on the move. In just 24 hours, heat-related emergency calls jumped 35%. As well as heat and dehydration, there were reports of residents getting third-degree burns from touching metal door handles or falling on the pavement. For some, the hot weather was deadly. So far this summer, 39 people are reported to have died from heat-related illness in Maricopa County, where Phoenix is located. The medical examiner is investigating 312 more deaths. Heat-related deaths in Phoenix appear to have affected one group the most, people experiencing homelessness, who have no respite from the heat. The city authorities opened centres where people could access cold water and shade, including an air-conditioned city bus that was parked in downtown Phoenix. Those measures are good for temporary relief, but climate change means that high temperatures are set to be a long-term problem for Phoenix. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about 
work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Extreme heat has led Phoenix to invest in cooling strategies that could make urban areas in Phoenix feel less hot in the future. It's one of the first cities in the US to have a dedicated heat response and mitigation team, whose job it is to adapt the city for hotter weather. When we think about beating the heat, it's really a a, a two-part game. This is David Hondula, head of Phoenix's heat response office, speaking to PBS News. We certainly need to have strategies in place to keep people safe when it is hot. But we can actually take steps to keep our cities cooler as we move, move forward, thinking about what the materials are in our city, thinking about how many machines are releasing waste heat in the environment, thinking about what our urban canopy is. The city has put up sun shelters and planted trees to create more shade across the city. It's also created 100 miles of cool pavements, which are coated with a reflective layer to help lower ground temperatures. We could actually wind up with a phoenix of the future that's cooler than the one we have today, even if global warming continues. So that that gives us motivation to invest in and experiment with technologies like cool pavement. But if carbon emissions aren't reduced, the effects of climate change could make some places uninhabitable. The Copernicus data showed that in July, the world reached an average monthly temperature that was 1.5 degrees warmer than pre-industrial levels. Under the Paris Climate Agreement, countries around the world agree to cut fossil fuel emissions and limit warming to 1.5 degrees. If July's heatwave was a sign of what's to come if temperatures rise by 1.5 degrees, then it's a frightening prospect. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Let me tell you about another podcast we make. It's called The News Meeting and it comes out every Monday and Friday. Three people pitch the story they think matters most to Tortoise editor James Harding, and he decides which ones should lead the news. In today's episode, the team are joined by campaigner Zelda Perkins, who was the first woman to break a non-disclosure agreement which she'd signed decades earlier with Harvey Weinstein. To hear what story she pitched, just search for The News Meeting on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was written and mixed by Ella Hill. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.